Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. a couple of times a week and uh, today's a really good day to do it we have a lot to talk about from a draft perspective but certainly from a roster move perspective tom hardercourt's time brought to you by miller and sons world-class grocery right in your own hometown in verona and mount horrible we welcome in tom hardercourt of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, JS Online. So certainly a lot of reaction. We knew that the Brewers going to have a difficult decision to make, and uh, David Stearns reflected that, that these are not easy decisions to make. But what was your uh, initial reaction and then the reaction to the reaction on those moves made yesterday by Milwaukee? <laughs> well, the, the reaction of some was not a surprise. That's why I asked David Stern yesterday if he had built a moat around Miller Park yet. <laughs> he laughed. He still has a sense of humor. He laughed. Uh, but he knew exactly what I was getting at. So, uh, you, you know, I, I think um, people uh, need to refocus on this move and realize that this is less about Custom Hero and more about Travis Shaw. You know, this <laughs> this is... If Travis Shaw, you know, would have done in the first month and a half of the season what he did the first two years, he was a starter for the Brewers. Custom Hero would have not not yet made his major league debut. You know, so um, there, you know, this is Travis Shaw was the cleanup hitter every day for two years. Drove in six, drove, hit sixty-seven home runs and drove in a hundred, almost one hundred and ninety runs in two years. And they think he's still a good player. And they also think he's very important to the team. So this is way more about getting Travis Shaw squared away than sending Keston Hare back down to the minor league. So uh, I'd, I'd asked, I brought this up uh, a while ago in the show, and I don't know the answer to it. And, and I hate to, I think you know. So let me ask you about the. The money where Hira is concerned, there's there's always been around big league baseball. There is the the prospect of times uh, service time at the major league level, and the super two category is is part of the decision on Hira have anything to do with dollars down the road. Well, it, I mean, there could be a financial uh, factor uh, to it. I, um, David Stern said that was not their motive in making this move. I think getting Trevor Shaw back to the big leagues was the primary motive. But the service time thing it, it, it doesn't is not a factor because you have to have six years um before you six years in the majors before you can be a free agent. So just by missing the first um month and a half of this season, here is still gonna have to play six years to be a and, free agent. That didn't cut that down any. And you know, the it super had, two concept? Yeah, the Super Two, he's still, that, that's still in play. 
for him. Uh, it's usually super two for those who don't know what we're talking about. Usually you don't get arbitration until your third year, but in the CBA, um, there's an allowance for the top 22% of players with two-year service, two-plus year service, to also get arbitration. Corey Caneva, um was a super two player, and I think he qualified by like one day. So usually the cutoff for that is somewhere in the 130 to 140 days in the in a season, and a season is 180 days or thereabouts. So right now, Kara's sitting, uh, Kessler Harris sitting right, you know, kind of at the cutoff mark. Uh, but if they call him back up, yeah, you know, right. before September, he's going to, you know, cross back over that threshold. So uh, So, there's a lot of Keston Hira fans out there who are wondering that question, Tom, as to when we'll see him back at the big league level. It's a question that you know you can't answer, I can't answer, but we will see him back at the big league level. I would think sometime just around the All Star break, maybe a little earlier, maybe a little later. Is that a fair look at this? Well, it's going to depend on need. I don't think they're going to call him back up and put him on the bench, right? Um, if, If 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 there is no need, I don't see him coming back before September. If there is need, I think he'd come back before then. Here's one way I would bottom line that whole Super 2 stuff of Custom Hero. If, let's, if Travis Shaw would have gone down to the minor leagues and broke his ankle in one of those games and could not come back today and join the team. Do you think they would have sent Keston here down and called up nope. Tyler Saladino? <laughs> right, yeah. No, that's the that's the correct answer. They would not have. Yeah, so, it's, again, I think we need to focus more on Travis Shaw and less on Keston here. Keston here is going to be the everyday second baseman for a long time. Um, David Stearns uh, made that clear when talking to reporters yesterday about Hero's future. They wouldn't have taken him uh, in the ninth, with the ninth pick of the 2017 draft. They didn't think he was going to be an everyday second baseman. So that's going to happen at some point, you know. And then we'll see when that time is. But, um, you know, they're, they're just not ready to give up on Travis Shaw. And also, you know, one of the primary um, methods that the uh, Stearns has run the team has been preserving depth. We've heard how many times have we heard him say it? Yep, always. You know? Correct. You know, in he, the rotation, I mean, he, in, I, in the bullpen, in in position players. Yes. I mean, for all I know, he has a tattoo across his back that says "preserving depth." <laughs> you know. So, you know, because the other thing is, well, people say, well, then why don't he just get rid of Jesus Aguilar? Well, he's not ready to do that yet. You know, a guy hit 35 home runs. He drove in 108 runs last year and made the all-star team. Now, are those two players in dreadful slumps, Sean Agatha? Of course they are. And, and is it alarming? Yes, it's alarming. But do, do uh, general managers give up on players who've played well for them in the past after a tough couple of months? No, they generally do not. Now, um, if you read my story uh, in the uh, newspaper this morning, um, in my column, I mean, uh, Stearns makes it very clear in quotes that I have in that column that the leash is not limitless. You know, you don't, you don't get to just fail forever. 
And so they're, they're going to try. You know, he's already, the council's already started playing Eric Thames pretty much regularly at first base. So Aguilar's already lost playing time because of his power slump. But they, they think they're a better team uh, for the long run with Shaw playing third base and Moustakas playing the second base. Or certainly for this season. You know, Moustakas is only signed for this year. So, And one of the reasons they signed him for one year is because it gave him a one-year you know, plug in the gap till Hera showed up. You know, they, at the start of this year, there's no way to know Keston Hera's going to be ready to play in the big leagues in uh, May, you know, but uh, he quickly went there and tore it up and showed him he was. So it's a, they, they just don't look at having too many players as a problem like fans do. They don't look at it the same way. And if they gave up on a player every time he had a rust, suppose they would have just got rid of Zach Davies after last year. Yeah. You know, he had an injury-riddled, pretty bad year. You know, when he did pitch, he didn't pitch well. Suppose they just said, okay, that's enough. Yeah, he won 17 games in 2017, but this year he didn't do anything. Let's get rid of him. Suppose they would have done that. Right. You know, they don't operate that way. And if you did operate that way, Mike, you'd run out of players real quick. If you gave up on every single guy that had a rough patch, you'd run out of players really quick. I tell people all the time, Robin Yount made 44 errors in his second Major League season. You know, suppose they just said, this guy can't play short. The heck with him. Let's move on. <laughs> Maybe a little different, but I get the point. Um, also, in the world of great stories, tomorrow is is a really good one, right? With Jimmy Nelson yeah. returning yeah. to get a start and going out to the mound tomorrow night. We talked about it when we were with you at spring training about the the there wasn't a spot on the Brewers dugout rail when Jimmy Nelson came in in a game that most of those right. veterans would have been gone already. This it's right. a really good story tomorrow night, right? Really good. Probably maybe as good as we'll have all year. We don't know what the ending to this story is yet because we're the chapters are still being written. But just getting back to the big leagues, twenty one months, like he has not pitched yeah. the big leagues for twenty one months. And those of us who've been around the team every day have seen what he's done to get here, have seen the hard work, have seen the frustrations, have seen the determination. And he's also got this little side thing going on of having premature twin daughters born about a month ago, and his wife and they both were in medical jeopardy. Um, so, I mean, how do you keep your focus You know, when you're about to become a first-time dad and your wife's having a very difficult pregnancy and you got two premature babies? at risk, you know, I don't know how his head can spin off his shoulders into another galaxy, you know, but he's a mentally tough guy, and he's had tremendous support, and it wouldn't surprise me if attendance is bumped a little bit tomorrow night from what the original ticket sales were, because I think a lot of people are interested to come out and see what he does. I hope expectations are reasonable, I hope nobody's expecting like a, you know, no hitter, you know, but, uh, just getting him back out there. Tomorrow's going to be like the get your feet back on the ground outing, you know. Right. <laughs> and then right. we'll probably see we'll probably see something more substantial the next time out. But that's the beauty of baseball. We don't know what's going to happen, but we know it's going to be must see watching, don't you think? I mean, I think everybody wants to watch it. We were already calling it Jimmy Palooza. 
<laughs> well, that's as it should be. It's a fantastic story, and we don't get enough of them. Uh, and in this case, it absolutely is. There's a little grace period, a little honeymoon period for Jimmy Nelson returning to the mound tomorrow night. And then after that, they'll see whether he brings value or where he is in the process. It's a, it's a very intriguing yeah. storyline. That's a good point because there will be a point where he has to produce, you know, which, you know, there's going to be the honeymoon period and, and in which everybody's thrilled to see him back, but he's going to have to produce because again, Gio Gonzalez and Chassin were not, you know, sent out, uh, was, were not thrown out with the bathwater. They, they have what appear to be, you know, short injuryless stints, you know, neither one appears to be hurt that bad. So, yeah. But if Jimmy Nelson comes in and digs a foothold, good luck getting him out of there. <laughs> uh, well, I I know you're covering the draft, too. Will I see you at the ballpark tonight? Yes. Yeah, the draft will be going on most of the afternoon. And so we've got rounds 3 through 10. And then tomorrow, 11 through 40. So, yeah, I'm going to come on out uh, for both nights. And, and uh, so it's, uh, yeah, it's a lot going on right now, right? Lots going on yeah. with the Brewers. So Absolutely. You know, people also forget that, you know, people also forget that, hey, you know, they're also in first place. <laughs> yeah, they're in first place by a full game, which is uh, which is fantastic. And they take on the Miami Marlins at Miller Park tonight. Tom, we'll see you over at the ballpark. I always appreciate your time. All right. Look forward to it. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Tom. Tom Hardercourt of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, JS Online. And his time here brought to you by Miller and Sons. We continue. We'll have one final segment, a little crosstalk with somebody from down the hall from the crossover TNT. Also in the final segment, the dumbest tweet of the day. Uh, an easy winner today, and it's nobody we know. Like, it's not Joel. I actually was it's, a little worried. It's not that Rhino. I was worried. I actually thought it might be me. So, I, I just, every day I always kind of think it's going to end up being me. Pretty selfish of you. That's, that's the kind of person that I am. <laughs> our dumbest tweet of the day will happen in our final segment. That's next. Stick around. This is the Mike Heller Show. I love that segment. I just love it. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.